Welcome to Wine About It. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wine About It. Well, you remember when we used to talk before the intro? No. We were like, oh, we'll just talk about something funny, and then it'll be like a funny, obscure start, and then we'll say Welcome to Wine About It. Do you want to do that? No, it's too late. Oh. You already said welcome. There's no going back now. Welcome to Wine About It. Welcome to Wine About It. What do you think about my set? I genuinely, I'm serious, I like it. Oh. I actually think Just that I should do something against similar. the white wall. I literally think we should do that. Except- Do you have a white wall? No, I think we should just have like, well, I guess it could be white. I don't know. Maybe we each need a color. I'd like mine like to be light mauve. My walls are kind of like that. Oh. You took my color? Kind of. Oh, you can't see it. Never mind. Oh, well. Leaked. Window. Well, hello. How was your weekend? Uh, exhausting. I did summer camp this weekend. Um, we streamed 11 a.m. Friday to 11 a.m. Saturday. I normally stream two to four hours <laughs> at a time, um, uh -huh. but we did 24 hours, which was too much. It was fun, but it was too much. Um, we dropped merch for Albaeus. Oh, go check it out. It's amazing. Um, and how long is it on sale for until august 4th oh okay yeah um so we dropped merch did summer camp fundraiser it was good it was good we had a new staff start last week which is good that was good um how much did you fundraise um in the stream itself 17 grand holy that's great um yeah and then the merch is a fundraiser in itself too and the merch is doing really good so that's sick Hell yeah. Um, and then I went to a pool party and then I took a nap. Wow. I, and then I tried to go thrifting today, but I didn't buy anything. But I did buy dog toys. That's all. Wowie, wowie. How was your I've weekend? had a bit of a long weekend myself. Um, and I have a long week this week. I just did too much. I must have signed up for stuff when I was in a good mood. And then, yep. holy shit, am I exhausted and am I drowning? I am drowning, 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 drowning. Wait, what is it? It's drowning. Oh, I'm drowning over here. I, I went to therapy today and I was like, I feel nothing. Oh, what'd she say about that? She was like, oh, great. Nothing's changed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All um, right. At least you're consistent. Sometimes, uh, more recently, I've at least started feeling frustrated towards the dissociation because I just want to live a life. I want to live a life where I feel things, good or bad, mm -hmm. even if it's just being sad all the time. I'd rather feel something. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really frustrating for me to... Um, do the concert and then afterwards meet everyone because I stayed back and took pictures with anyone that wanted to say hi or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it was frustrating to hear so many good words and not feel any warmth about mm. it. Yeah. Uh, and that's frustrating because when someone says good job, you should feel a little warmth in your heart, you would think. Right. Um, and so it just gets a little frustrating because I want to feel those good things. But, you know, here, whatever. Whatever, we're working on it. Um, that seems like a good thing. Because I've never heard you talk about it like that before. 
Oh, okay. My therapist says I'm making progress. I'm just, I'm just feeling it comes in waves of feeling defeated, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to feel, I, I genuinely do. And it's, it was an interesting thing that I talked about. Here's our little therapy segment of the day, and then we'll have wine and be fun again. Uh, but I, um, I talked to her about streamer camp that I have coming up this week that genuinely I don't feel prepared for. And I feel a little um, like I haven't contributed enough to it. Um, and I feel guilty of that. And I also feel guilty of like the other hosts have spent much more time with the campers even before coming to camp. Mm -hmm. And I am guilty of not doing that. And I told my, I was talking to my therapist about this. I was like, I feel bad. I haven't been able to like spend time with them or feel like I can bond with them the same way. And she was like, if anything, that's probably healthy. Um, for you to be separating personal and professional so much. Like Mm. once you're there, I'm sure you'll be kind to them, but you probably won't develop personal relationships with them because that's not your motive Mm -hmm. compared to that could be the motive of the other hosts to want to develop personal relationships. And I'm like, dang it. Well, that's probably true, but I feel bad for the campers. If my motive, like I'm down to help them as a peer, like mm-hmm. if they're like, hey, how do I start a podcast? How do I plan events? Blah, blah, blah. I'm here to educate and be a mentor. And that's how I see this relationship. And that's what I want from this relationship. Um, but the other hosts are like ready to be friends with them. Yeah. And I don't have the bandwidth emotionally to make friends at this moment in my life. And so it's like, it's this weird thing that I feel guilty of it. But she's also like... um. Uh, but she's also like, it makes sense from your standpoint. And like another thing, like um, with production this week, there were things that went good and things that went bad. And I told her, I was like, I feel, I feel bad. Cause when I give constructive criticism, I used to be like, I used to be a training manager. I used to work with people. And that was the thing that I was really good at. Um, like I was sent all over the country genuinely when I did this to train people. Cause I was so good um, at like just managing people. And now I've noticed when I give constructive criticism, I'm not as tactful in the way that you would be in a corporate job mm-hmm. because I don't have the patience anymore to be mm-hmm. tactful. Yeah. And that makes me feel guilty. But then yeah. my my therapist even said to me, she's like, that's just maturity. She's like, like sometimes, sometimes you just cut out the glitter because it, it, you don't need it anymore. Depends like, on who yeah, you're talking to. That's a problem. I'm like, but what yeah. if the people you're talking to do need that glitter? Um, and so it, it was kind of an interesting conversation. But she kind of made me feel a little better just being like, you've grown past that and you just want to get to the point, which might be hard for some people, but uh, it still works for other people. Um, so I don't know, because I'd much rather... A thousand times over, I would much rather someone say to me like, hey, don't paint the walls blue. I wanted them pink compared to be like, oh, my gosh, you're doing such a good job painting. Uh, but I wanted them blue, you know, like, sure. I don't care for the fluff. And so I forget to fluff for other people. Um, so I don't know. It's something it was an interesting conversation with my therapist today. I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate those conversations and not feel guilty about it or maybe do feel guilty about it but also just like actually feel something so from what i've heard about your therapist she seems pretty good hopefully i like i like that um 
she I don't keeps know. telling me i don't feel like i've made any progress but she keeps telling me i'm making progress then you probably are i know but i hate that i don't feel it myself that is that is one of the hard things about leading people is adapting to different people i yeah. i i treat the people that work for me all vastly different yeah and i used to do that yeah um and i've noticed i don't do that anymore and it it's yeah, weird wait. the way i said that i don't mean like i'm rude to some of them and like very nice to others i mean like i yeah. adapt to them <laughs> i interact with them very differently yeah i used to do that like when i said when i was a training manager i used to do that a lot mm -hmm. um and it's weird as a human as you grow and change to like look back on your past self and be like what happened why don't i do that anymore yeah um and i can't really pinpoint a reason besides patience i just don't have as much patience as i used to mm -hmm. um but my therapist is very validating and being like you don't necessarily have to have patience yeah like takes all kinds of kinds you know so it was kind of an interesting conversation um if not having patience doesn't like you know as long as you're respectful and you're not like trying to hurt somebody you're fine and you're never trying to hurt somebody giving constructive criticism you're just trying to get the job done um so anyway just working with um production teams and stuff like that it's just been more of a learning curve on communication but yeah i think you're also at the anyway. point too where you can like choose who works for you and who works well with you right like there are some people yeah. that just you know just not a match it's like that in work relationships and other relationships but it's harder because yeah. i still care about people and i want to give right. everyone right, opportunities right, right. and it's also it's also in this industry you never know you know you know i could hire a production team and they could be like and i could be like oh i didn't like a b and c and the scariest thing in the world is they can just like again sometimes a square doesn't fit into a circle but they can take that interaction and go on Twitter or go anywhere right. and say, Cutie Cinderella is a conniving. Right. right. When in reality, I just didn't like that flavor of whatever they were giving me. Right. Like, yeah. Um, and it's very human to n not match up, but mm -hmm. it's an extra layer of like terrifying anxiety of right, like, right, right. that can be uh, weaponized against me. And it's like, mm -hmm. that sucks. Like, I don't know yeah so it's it's interesting but it is i've we've talked about this like probably literally a million times on the phone the idea that normal people can make mistakes and then literally keep moving and then they're gone like or like you can you can date someone and it ends really badly and you move states and then it's in your past right yeah. it's just like you move on like that's what humans do but for for creators yeah. and people in the spotlight you can't especially if it's something that was recorded um or something that you put out there because then you know they replay the clips yeah it's weird like, because like sorry i cut you off keep going no i mean they, they replay the clips and they react to things in the context of today and not the context of when things happened and th this is like uh, this is obviously a problem now we're having a conversation about cancel culture but um yeah, <laughs> yeah no it's, it's exhausting just, we're we're definitely we're held to a inhuman standard because yeah no one else has to be as consistent because no one else has the has all the evidence you know you just you move on 
that was years yeah. ago. It was in another state. I don't talk to those people anymore. I, you know, it's what I, it's just, it's just different. It's very different and it's very stressful. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think about like my old job, there are certain contractors I just didn't want to work with. I'd work with them. They do a bad job, move on to the next. Right. I would never have to yeah. worry about like this looming, like maybe a bad Google review, but like, that's nothing in the grand scheme of getting the job right. done compared yeah. to like, you just never, you never know. And so it's like, when I use different companies, you just, now I get very scared, even like venues, right? You can go into a venue and treat it very good, but say you don't take out one trash can and all of a sudden, they're like, man, Kitty Cinderella trashed our place, you know? Yeah. And it's like, ah, shoot. And it's like this big, intense weight on everything I do that I'm just like, so like scared. Everything feels so fragile all the time. And it's just, ugh, it's a lot. It's also... One, in the way that we treat people. Two, um, anything in writing anymore. Anything. Anything. I, I like, Yeah, can be taken I'm, out of context. Yeah, I'm so scared of putting anything in writing in private messages, in text messages, in like email, anything in writing. I'm like, is this leakable? I don't think about is it this, too much, but I should. I think about it way too much and it's like exhausting. Like yeah. if this was put on Reddit, what would they say? You know, and it's, yeah. <laughs> which is just like not it's just not normal. It's like not human. And same thing with phone calls. Like, is this recorded? You know, yeah. like if we're talking about something like, or, you know, I'm talking about a deal with somebody or I'm talking about working with somebody that I don't like to my agency or whatever. It's like, is this a recorded call? It's just like, they're, yeah, the, the whole culture, there are new precedents set for it. Like every week of things being more and more scary. I don't know. They're just out for the, they want the gotchas so bad. And everybody has, every human on earth has so many. Oh, absolutely. But the people online that are viewers, they don't have a platform. Nobody's looking for theirs and everybody's looking for ours. Yeah, so. it's, it's weird. Essentially, I have a, a project. I've talked about the late night show for a long, long time and I had to pivot and, uh, you know, uh, long story short, a sponsor needs it done sooner. So I have to pivot and use a different contractor. And it's like stuff like that. Like, it's just like, man, it makes sense why I did it, but you just never, you never know. You just never know, you know, and it's, everything makes sense in my mind, but you never know who's going to be offended. Who's going to take it too hard. Who's going to, it's exhausting really. Um, right. But yeah. Yeah. I just Gotta had these get conversations the job done at the end of the day. <laughs> I just had these conversations with my new therapist, my brand new poor, poor therapist who's <laughs> learning everything right now. Um, and who in the in two sessions I've explained Twitch, LSF, Reddit, deepfakes, like everything too, in two sessions. Um and I was talking to her about um Jenna Marbles leaving oh, yeah. the internet. And then what's happening with uh, Colleen Ballin Ballinger, Ballinger, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and how interesting, I've talked to you about this a bunch of times. I've talked to a bunch of people about this a bunch of times. Like how interesting it is to me that, that Jenna left. Jenna would have gone through a wave of cancellation. I'm sure of it. I mean, she had. Oh, I mean, she, she already was. Yeah. And she, I mean, she had posted super problematic, like racist skits back in the day when it was funny. Right. When it wasn't yeah. like when people didn't think that that made you racist. Um, now you watch it today and people are offended today is what she I just rewatched her apology video or her video where she left YouTube. Um, and she was like, people are offended by my videos today. And there was one time there's a time in my life where I liked having this is what she said. 
There's a time in my life where I liked having all of my content up because it showed how much I've grown as a person. And I'm really proud of that because you look at my videos that I made in 2016, you look at my videos that I made today, I'm clearly, I've clearly grown a lot and like don't put out content like that anymore. And I was proud of that. Um, but that's not how people on the internet see it. Um, and they'll watch videos and they'll be offended today by something that was made in 2016. Um, and that's just how it is. And I don't want to be a part of that. And I don't want anything that I put out there to affect people. And I don't want to keep making content that might affect people. And so I'm out. And she, yeah. she took herself out of it. And she left with everyone loving her. And everyone's just like, we didn't deserve her. Like, come back, Jenna. Yeah. Like, I miss you so much. Um, and I, I really think, now I'm not going to give my take on the second thing, but um, it's crazy seeing what's happening with, with Colleen and what could have happened with Jenna. And like, I don't know, there are cancellations everywhere. And the Jenna video just makes me think like, wow, you can really just leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You can really just be like, hey, guys, I'm going to go. And you do it on your own terms and you just leave in peace. And everyone's like, why? What the heck? Like, you're fine. Taylor Swift, actually. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Taylor Swift. Uh, she has a song uh, called Lucky One. And it's all about it's about one of the Kennedys that was like really famous and amazing. And then like she has this line that says you took the money and your dignity and you got the hell out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's I mean, it's true. Hollywood. I, Twitch and streaming is a micro niche environment of Hollywood where it's like, just shit, just, you know, you're on this platform, you're dehumanized for the sake of entertainment and people love feeling better than other people. And so it's easy to take this person that looks like they have everything and try to tear them apart to feel better about yourself. Um, and man, if you're the one getting torn apart, do you, do you suffer? Like, that's what so I was like, trying to tell my yourself therapist. on that mountain. Yeah. yeah. My therapist was like, why do people do that? Like, why, why are there haters online? Like, what is it? And I was just like, it feels good to point at someone and be like, what a bad person. I would never, <laughs> when yeah, there's I mean, nobody that's going to look at you and be like, didn't you make this joke last week in that group chat? Like, didn't you say this like on that podcast two years ago? Didn't you make this skit five years ago? Like, there's nobody to point at you and, and say that. All you have to do is point and be like, I would never. And it feels good. Mm -hmm. It's like, and, and then, you know, and then you're morally superior and you, you feel good about yourself. And it makes sense. I get why people want to do that. I get why people but, are haters. Yeah. But I mean, I'm uh, a hater. Like, I used to, I mean, I used to be way more of a hater than I am now. But like, I... Like even just like, you know, a pick me girl phase. Like I would mm -hmm. see a gorgeous, a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. She's probably, that's probably plastic surgery. Right. She's yeah. probably, she probably has a bad personality, right? No, go fuck yourself. Like you're just trying to feel better about, like, you're just trying to feel better about, I don't look like that. So let me, let me try to knock her off her pedestal. Like it's not fair. It's not, uh, if anything, being on a pedestal had made, has made me much less of a hater and, um, cause there's just, oh my God, have the bandwidth, dude. Like, dude, I, it's actually almost like the reverse of it. I will look at people doing terrible things in real life, you know, or like on the news yeah. or whatever. And I'll be like, they, there's probably a reason. <laughs> I'll be like, they probably like, there's other contexts that I'm not, that I'm missing. Something else yeah. happened, you know, like there's, there's something else there. Um, just cause yeah. Cause we get so much of that. Um, Anyway, sorry for anyway, the soapbox. We have wine this week. We actually have Ooh. wine this week. And my boyfriend picked it out. He's really into wine. He's really excited to take this leftover bottle after. 
He thinks we're going to like it, even though he knows we don't like wine. We have to start saying we like wine Sorry. so we can get sponsored. Because no one wants to sponsor us besides wine companies because no one wants to get behind alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you say that? That's not, there's no wine. Okay. We've like... I had it? a thing today. I'm not even kidding you. I had a call with my agency and they're like, oh, we tried to pitch blah, 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 wine about it. But then they didn't like the, the wine, as the alcohol aspect of it. So they'll just do your main channel. And I was like, damn it. It's called bread and butter Pinot Noir. Classically styled Pinot Noir grown in California and crafted to be enjoyed with good food and company. I don't know food it or company. It's 13.5% alcohol. Yum. I do like that there's no stupid hints of vanilla, hints of I kind of like those. I think they're fun. Oh. Well, they never hint. They never have a hint of anything. Oh, you Whoa. found your wine opener. Yeah, I did. I got a different <laughs> one. I have to make Hassan's dumb birthday cake tonight. <laughs> Yuck, Hassan. What are you going to make? What are you going to put on it? He likes tres leche. His brother has a tradition of putting a picture of last year's cake on it so marat is getting um the picture printed and then i'm gonna have i love Patty go and pick it up i love marat too I'm a i felt so marat bad stand. because like this is this is how i talk right like this pretty much my voice and i'm on the phone with marat and he's like oh this is so exciting i'm like yeah sounds good and he's like you don't sound like you're excited <laughs> i was like I'll i like marat more than i like the song like i'm excited everyone does okay <laughs> Oh, smells like wine. <laughs> Yum, I love wine. Wine pour. Did you hear my pop? My wine pour sucked. Your, Your pop wine pour sucked. Your pop was good. I'll do it Wait, again. it smells really um clear. <laughs> that was I don't know how to explain that. It smells more refreshing than normal wine. Okay, I'm pouring. Maybe less pungent. That sucked. Yeah, this wine has a bad pour. Our wine pours sucked. It's been so long, we couldn't even do a good wine pour. We forgot to we forgot how to pour wine. We're gonna edit in a wine pour. <sighs> All right, let's see. Let's see what what he picked out for us. It smells like. Rotting grapes on a log. That's what they all smell like. I Yum. haven't eaten today. Oh my god. Why? I just That's not good. I'm a busy girl. Actually, I kind of like it. I don't mind that at all. You're just saying that. I don't think I... He does not watch this podcast, for the record. Actually, neither does Ludwig. I don't he know definitely why I doesn't watch this like, podcast. Yeah. No, I actually kind of like it. It's kind of good. Yeah, I like it. I actually like it too. It's easy to drink. Yeah, that's what I meant. I think the the smelling clear vibe. It is easy to drink. It's just a real clean wine. Yeah, it's easy to drink. There's nothing too bad about it. Actually, time like, to I'm drink not doing the my... whole bottle. No. Yum. I'm not going to do that. All right. Speaking of red. 
Wow, the transitions here have really... <laughs> At least I'm trying. I'm trying to do segues, okay? Um, it's important for podcasts. Today's episode <gasps> is... brought to you by... <laughs> is brought to you by the menstrual cycle. Today, Cutie Cinderella and I are going to teach you all about periods. Why? And tell stories about periods. And tell stories about periods. Why? Because um, we still... It's getting better, but we still have a mostly male audience, and you need to know. So we're going to teach you. Smile. We're going to normalize because this is what happens. Actually, I was on Fear and I walk into Fear and and I'm dying of cramps this week. I, and I'm like buckling over and I'm like, oh, I'm unwell. And they're like, are you sick? And I'm like, no, my uterus is trying to kill me. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, I'm on my period. And they're like, oh, that's so natural and beautiful. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't say that about periods, you dumbasses. So it's natural. crazy to me <laughs> that men can like talk about and and like yeah. shoving What's... their own up their own pole is cheese. I've never. Oh really? Did you make that up? No. Okay, that's gross. Anyway, they can talk about the grossest of gross things, and you talk about a little bit of blood coming out of your every month and they're like Ugh. yeah it's really sad society sad and cringe sad and cringe so periods let's get into it shall we let's let's start at the let's start at the top what is it maya wants it to be what, educational what is a period i watched several videos before this so that <laughs> i could explain a period properly here's what maya, happens question what is the the lips of a what is it called? Labia. And what's like the the like pink part of a called? Isn't it all pink? What do you mean? Like the outside, like skin lips. What are they called? Labia. And then what's the inside called? Labia majora and labia minora. Wow, you're good. <laughs> I did we a lot of learning. I made I made the boys watch um that show Naked Attraction. Yeah. And there was a girl that had a longer labia than what I am used to. And yeah. I was like, what is that thing called? And apparently it's all just like labia. Yeah, some people have a lot of labia, some people have not a lot of labia. I feel like they need different names. Why? Like the lips should be called like the lips. And well, then the hangy down thingy should be called the the hangy the dinglingy, and then the other part can be called the hole. She went to culinary school. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. So I don't. I have an think we should start lesson. a petition on changing to names. Okay. Wait, what is the then? That's just a colloquial term for your as a whole. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a, like I Just, thought it was actually somewhere. No. It's <laughs> like a, a, a mean name for somebody. But isn't a, is also a real body part and you can also call I think that's a, the space between your. That's the. And. Isn't that the. Maybe it's the same. These Damn. are okay. We're also saying this like they're actual terms. They're not like these are definitely. <laughs> I thought they were. I think no, in real terms, they do not say. 
the doctor, the doctor, you go to the doctor, like, and they say, "I'm just going to you bruised your <laughs> quick." <laughs> I think they don't. might. No, they do not. They don't. What do they call it then? They. I don't think they say that at the doctor. What if you accidentally get a spider bite on the part between <laughs> your and your? Apple? They don't say like you don't go into the. You're like, hey, doc, I got a spider bite on my. I don't know what they would say. I've never been in that situation. I'm gonna Google. Okay. Okay. While she Googles, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna explain to you. I'm so. Do you have an editor? Because they have to bleep so oh, much. I feel so bad. In human anatomy, and in, in human anatomy. In- <laughs> in human anatomy the perineum also called the grundle or is defined as the surface region in both males and females the pubic synapse synapse what's the website called what's this word s-y-m-p-h-y-s-i-s symphysis symphysis and the coccyx c-o-c-c-y-x if i went to the doctor and they referred to a part of my anatomy on my physical body as my i would feel unsafe uh-huh okay mm-hmm. apparently it's called what the is perineum. the website wikipedia oh it's called the perineum but the slang slang is grundle and derf which is funny that's what we're the term saying is that it's Slang. Wait, why is this called what? There's a link that says how to rub a, and then this says, and it's a YouTube video that says how to massage your. That's the title. I don't think we should. uh, Let me see how many views this YouTube video has. Massage your. It's a. It has 62k views. We shouldn't steal that title. Okay. Wow. Okay. So why why should you massage your? I wonder now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back. So a period is when once a month, if an egg does not attach to your uterine lining, you just shed it all out because you don't want so dead- weird. You don't want dead or sick eggs up in the up in your uterus because it can make you sick. So to eliminate all risk, your uterus just sheds out the lining. I think a lot of no times T-Y. when people think of periods, they're like, oh, they bleed from their... That is true. There is blood. But there's also uterine lining. Much more comes out than just blood. Yeah, it's yucky. Fun fact of the day. We'll start there. Um... So that's what happens once a month. Uh, not everything has periods. It's, it's, very, it's very inefficient to have a period because it comes with lots of hormonal side effects and a lot of physical side effects, like Hugh was saying, like cramps. Um, we get periods. Great apes get periods. Monkeys get periods. Bats get periods. Um, and maybe a couple other animals, but most of them don't because it's very inefficient and dumb. At least we don't lay an egg once a month. That would suck. That's true. Dumbass yeah. chickens. Wait, do chickens only lay an egg once a month? No, they commercial airs lay every day. <gasps> yeah. Does that hurt? Yeah. In the wild, really their closest sad. wild relative, red jungle fowl, they live in the rainforest or in the forest. Um, they lay maybe twelve eggs a year, two laying seasons. 
but because of artificial breeding, our commercial layers can lay up to 300 eggs a year That's because depressing. the demand for eggs is so high. So they just never stop their, their machines. Everyone should just get our own chickens. Would be cool. And treat them nicely. So it would be cool. Um, so anyway, that's what a period is. That's why we bleed once a month is because if we're not pregnant, it's like, get all those eggs that didn't work out of there. No infections. Get them out. And then we bleed for a little bit. And then uh, we ovulate. And then we get back to it every month over and over and over and over have and over and over. Have you seen the old period under the underwear they used to have? It was like plastic. No, that sounds awful. Let me find it. I remember I've seen it somewhere. There are a lot of crazy period products out there. Oh, it's vintage women's period underwear, but it, it's giving me like period <laughs> timepiece underwear, not. Uh, how do I find this? Plastic. <gasps> what? Uh oh. One of the things I was going to talk about was how crazy that this just came up was, um, yeah, there's lots of period things, you know, there's tampons, there's, I can't find the, the old, if you've ever seen a picture of it, it's like this plastic underwear that they used to wear in like the fifties or something that you would just like put on and just hope to keep everything in. That's um, a terrible idea. Like the yeah. worst of ideas. I've seen it before, but I don't know. Uh, it was like my grandma had it on the clothing, the laundry line outside. Jeez. Um, but there's this, this brand called Thinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That seen those. period under, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's period underwear. It's like period. It's underwear that has like built in absorption somewhere and you can like rewash it and it's reuse like a diaper. it. A but as diaper. I was Googling this, it says Thinks settled a lawsuit over chemicals in its period underwear. What? I Here's just saw an ad to for know. it today. Yeah. If you live in the U.S. and bought Thinks underwear recently, you could be getting some money back. That's because the period panty brand has just settled a class auction action lawsuit alleging that its products long marketed as safer or more sustainable approach to menstrual hygiene contain potentially harmful chemicals. Oh, my God. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. How could there even what even so they're being sued for deceptive. What chemicals? Practices. Isn't it just fabric? What are that? I don't know. Anyway, um, that's that crazy. Sucks. There yeah, are lots of period products those. out there. Yeah, maybe don't use those. I don't know. Um, we have plans to talk about our our first period and lots of other period stories. Period stories. Period stories. So you guys can learn about periods and and talk about them and not think they're gross and cringe. Yeah, don't think they're gross. That's the biggest red flag of a man is if you talk about a period and he like yuck flinches. Yeah. Sad. What was your first one time period? when oh. Ludwig well, one time when Ludwig and I were first dating and uh well yeah, one time Ludwig and I were first dating, I perioded all over the bed and it was so embarrassing because you have to sleep, guys. Everyone has to sleep <laughs> and there's you can't stop bleeding. It's While not an option. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't just like turn it off while you sleep. Sometimes you get a lighter flow when you sleep, but sometimes it just keeps going. And then you wake up and it's like you blood moved everywhere. too much or something and yeah. there's blood everywhere. And you're like, oh. and it's so embarrassing and no one means to do it. It's an accident, right? And 
and I was like mortified, but Ludwig was like such a honestly class act. He like he did not like he he like uh I like woke up and I was like <gasps> frozen, like, oh my god, like what do I do? It was like too early in our relationship that I was like he willing yeah. to be like I perioded all over the bed. Oopsie, you know. I was <laughs> yeah. like oh my god what do i do like how do i get out of bed and somehow like hide it and then also change the sheets or whatever yeah um but i like got out of bed and then he must have noticed like that there was blood all over my side yeah and he like knocked on the bathroom door and gave me like a clean pair of sweats Aww. and like by the time i came out of the the bathroom oh my god that's so he- embarrassing that's so rough at the beginning i know that's but- rough by the time I had come out of the bathroom, he had already put the sheets in the wash and stuff. And it oh, was nice. Like, it was very nice. And he was very nice about it and didn't make me feel like a kraken. A kraken. Bleeds. Yeah. And, but like, weirdly enough, timing enough, I quite literally perioded the bed last night. We're both on our periods right now. <laughs> it's actually the best timing ever for this episode. I didn't mean to. I woke up and it was just everywhere. <laughs> I think also you we can sleep with pads, but you shouldn't sleep with a tampon. You should it's not too, sleep with a tampon. It's too many you hours. You get toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, which yeah. I, I should have looked that up. Because I know you well, can get it from leaving a tampon in too long, but I don't actually know what it is. Um, I do. Um... You, if you leave it in a tampon too long, what happens is bacteria starts creating itself and multiplying, and before you know it, all of a sudden your your body goes in the shock the same way it does with like yeah. sepsis, and like sometimes that leads oh. to you having like have a leg amputated and shit. yeah, people die, um, yeah. from toxic shock syndrome. Uh, you can't leave a tampon in that long. I think the max is like six hours or something, seven hours. Yeah. So you can't sleep with one unless you want to set an alarm and get up and change it. So yeah. instead you have to like strap up a, I call pads diapies because I think it's funny. <laughs> so instead you have to strap up a diapie and go to bed and hope for the best. Like hope you just don't, you also, yeah. I don't know about you. I don't sleep as well on my period. I just can't because I'm so I've like, never, you're going to hate me for this. I really mm. have, I've never had bad period symptoms of any kind my whole life. That's insane. I, I can count on one hand the amount of times I remember getting period cramps. That's it's insane. crazy. It's actually crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Congratulations. It's it's pretty remarkable. That being said, I've been on birth control since I was 16, which mega, mega, mega regulates your period. So I've yeah. never been like, I've never had like super heavy bleeding. It's always been easy peasy, breezy, flowy. Beautiful. For me. Cover girl. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I don't know. Sometimes you just fall asleep and like since the best thing to sleep with is pads or probably a diva cup, but I don't really like diva diapies. cups personally. Is diapies. So you put a diapy on and then if you move too much in your sleep, uh-oh. Yeah. All of a sudden it's not directly under it and you miss it and then you wake up and there's blood everywhere and you're like, did I die? Should we wear actual diapies? I bet it would work It'd probably better. be better, but I don't Maybe. want to. <laughs> i don't want to i remember one time oh my gosh this is so embarrassing one time when i was in high school i remember i had like a particularly randomly because like i pretty have i have a pretty like regular flow i would say it's like pretty medium blood comes out of me but like one time in high school i woke up blood everywhere like it looks like i just had like a miscarriage and i like in middle of the night like stumbled to the bathroom 
Cause I'm like literally like, I think I'm like dying from blood loss or something. Like I'm yeah. not well. And I look in the mirror and I'm just like stark white. And I'm like, what the, and I like hop in the shower. I rinse off. I've also, I don't know if any ladies can relate. I've passed out from my periods before. Oh my God. Um, I've never from the pain or cause I'm kind of queasy around blood, even if it's my own but I've straight up passed out. So I like jump in the shower. I like crawl out. You like do the whole thing on the toilet where you like rub a dub dub, get everything clean. I crawl back into bed cause I'm so exhausted from like blood loss. And I'm like, I'm just gonna, I like lay a towel down where the big puddle was and just avoid it. And I just fall back asleep cause I can like barely, it's the most tired I've ever felt in my life. And I wake up in the morning to my mother screaming cause there's a trail of blood from my room the bathroom is like looks like a horror movie i'm not kidding you and i don't remember leaving a mess at all because i i i'm usually pretty like you know shameful <laughs> and scared and clean up my mess and i don't want anyone to know i'm on my period because that's how women are raised is i'm yeah. disgusting if i'm bleeding dude they're like so wrapping like, tampons and in, in toilet paper to make sure no one knows it's a tampon yeah, and then and sticking it, it in sticking like all the way in the, the toilet of paper the trash roll can. and then blowing your nose yeah. so it also covers it yeah <laughs> oh no yeah no one that's can so know sad. you're on your period so and my sad. mother's screaming and she's like oh my gosh blair are you okay and she's like banging on my bedroom door because i always sleep with my door locked i've always been that way um and I wake up to it and I'm like, oh my God, I open the door. She's like, there's blood everywhere. Are you okay? And even in that moment to my mother, I was like, oh yeah, I had a really bad bloody nose last night. I thought I cleaned it up. Like, it's like that's crazy. It was so crazy. I was interested before, cause we, we had said we were going to talk about periods and I was interested how your experience was different from mine growing up because you're Mormon and like how, yeah how do they talk about that is it like more of a shameful thing do you not talk about it like um i don't know if it has anything to do with mormonism or parenting my parents mm -hmm. did a relatively bad job at the whole like combos yeah. and like body change combos like looking back mm -hmm. at it they did like like i was even scared to ask my mom for a bra like oh, it we just talked about this last week yeah me too it was not a comfortable conversation and when and this is I don't know. Maybe it's society, but like, I remember, you know, you learn about periods and you're just kind of like mortified and all of a sudden tampon and pad commercials make sense. And I didn't learn about periods from my parents. I learned about it from school and then quite literally never had a discussion with my parents about them. I can't remember. I've never had one with my dad. I know that to this day, I have not had one with my dad. My mom I must have at some point, because I don't know how I got pads and tampons. Pads. Uh, my sister might have gotten them for me, actually. I don't know if I've ever had a conversation with my mom. Yeah, you're the younger sister syndrome, yeah. too. Like, yeah. I'm the same way. So I remember my very first period was when, ironically enough, actually, I believe it was April 12th. I, like, remember. Um, did. Uh. Let me see. Oh, uh, it was April 12th, 2006. <laughs> so I was... That was your first... Why do you have that? Because it was... I, it was um, I know it was the 12th, and I know it was 2006 because I was at the Benchwarmers movie with my family. Wow. Yeah, That's so I just incredible. Googled when did Benchwarmers come I absolutely do not know the first date of my period. Really? Definitely not. 
N- <laughs> nor the year. How old were you? Uh, I was late. Probably like 13, 14. Yeah, I was pretty early. I must have been, I guess I was 12 if it was April 2006. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, so I we were at the movies and like I had heard from like other friends like, you know, when you're like, when other people start getting it and they're like, it's like saving private Ryan, Ryan, like they're just dropping, 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 dropping. And they're like coming to school the next day and they're like mortified. They're like, oh my God, my period started. It was terrifying. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, like when's mine coming? <laughs> yeah. um, so it's like, I kind of, my stomach kind of felt hurt, like hurt and I kind of felt like just like out of it. And to this day, even when my period happens, I get really out of it. Yeah. Um, And... I, I go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, crap. I know what this is because the other girls. And so then I go back into the theater and I say to my mom, I'm like, mom, my period started. And I'm like mortified. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, go with um, my sister's name. Uh, we'll call her. Ashley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's like, go with Ashley to the bathroom. And I'm like, OK. And my sister and I aren't really close. Well, we are now, but we weren't as kids yeah. at all. So we go to the bathroom. She like gets me one of those 50 cent tampons out of the yeah. pads out of the dispenser. And and by the way, pads that are free, at least back in the day, were like these thick, chunky, like yeah. cotton ones. Like, yeah. I think they're like better now. But so you go that you go into the stall, you put it on and then you went back into the movie and it was just like so uncomfortable. It's like everyone here knows that I'm bleeding. Yeah. And then I got That's, home from the movie, laid in my bed, and texted my friends that I, my period started. You remember so much of it. I was mm-hmm. trying to remember earlier today my first period so I could have a story. And I, the only thing that I can remember is uh, learning about what spotting was in middle school, which is just like spots of blood. Like you just find mm-hmm. spots of blood and that's how you know it's going to start. And I remember like, (laughs) it's it's like so embarrassing. I remember in middle school, I was so scared of spotting. They never told you how big the spots were going to be, right? They were Mm -hmm. just like, there will be spotting. And so every day I would take my underwear off and I would like examine it. Like I would look at it so closely to see if there were like, yeah, like specks of blood. Cause that's what I thought spotting was. Cause I wasn't expecting. Um, And I don't remember what happened the day I got my first period, but I'm I'm sure it is very obvious. when you're perioding yeah uh, it's not it's not like microscopic specks of blood um but yeah i learned about it in school too i didn't learn it from my parents yeah i remember i felt sick also my mother had this awful way of my mom was a gossip queen genuinely like she would love my job now because i have so much goss like i would call if i could i would call her and just tell her all the tea and she would love that she was a gossip queen (laughs) And like, I can't even tell you, this woman was always gossiping about whatever. And I remember my sister. So there's this thing Mormons do. It's called like girls camp um, where you go to you go to different girls camps and you go with all Mormon people and you learn you do crafts or you learn how to sew or you whatever. It's just girl stuff. It's the patriarchy keeping us down. Um, (laughs) But my sister was at girls camp and she had to get picked up. Um, by, I think the bishop had to go pick her up because the only men that can go up there are like bishops or the only people that, I don't know, it's a long story. Anyway, she had to be picked up and brought home early from girls camp because her period started. No. And as she's walking into the house, 
my mom is already on the phone being like, Ashley started her period. Like, did and I'm like, like mortified oh of ever God. starting mine, knowing that my mom's gonna like call and tell people. I'm like, you I can't believe she did that. That's crazy. Yeah. My mom's not like that at all. <laughs> oh, my mom lives. It was it. definitely like the on the DL. It's definitely on the DL. And it oh, was she also talk like, to us about it. She would just talk to other people for the record. Interesting. Yeah. It was also always like I, I grew up in in our house too. It was like a very quiet thing, you know. Like I have brothers in my house, and we would like hide the period stuff. My mom would like buy oh, us tampons and pads, stuff, and would yeah. kind of like slip it to us, or like walk it to our room and like Dude, leave it in the so bag on lame. our bed. Like for what? For for what? I don't know. I, I, I shocked. I shocked my family. This is also I was younger. Granted, I was probably fourteen or something. We were having a family dinner, so at fourteen, I knew better than this. I may have done it because I'm the youngest child and, you know, we do the like shock factor thing and we like oh, to yeah. test limits with our family and it's just part of being the youngest oh, yeah. child. <laughs> um, we were at dinner and I was like really grumpy. It was all of us. It was my brothers and my sister and my parents and me and my brother. I was grumpy and my brother said something about like, you know, about the wrong, wrong side of the bed today or whatever. And I was like, I am bleeding from my at the dinner table and every mm -hmm. it ruined the whole it was so remarkably really crazy <laughs> yeah it made everything really awkward i would not recommend breaking the ice that way I would that's recommend so easing funny into it because as an adult now i do It'd that be so all funny the time. yeah it's so funny i do that all the time like all my my brother would be like why are you mad i'm like my uterus is trying to kill me right like yeah and it's weird how, like, as an adult, you feel fine doing it, but as a teenager, it's mortifying. Which is so sad because the teenagers need it, need that like place so much more than adults do. So much more. Yeah. You sent links on Reddit of like period stories, and there's one yeah. of this girl, and she didn't talk to her family about. I think it's this one. Um, she didn't talk to her family at all about periods, and then she got hers, and she thought that she was dying. Like she thought that an internal organ had ruptured and she was bleeding out and dying. And she wrote death notes to her parents and her family because she like wanted to die in peace and she didn't want to stress them out. And so she like wrote them notes, left them for her family. She stopped bleeding. She was like, God saved me. She's a religious kid. She's like, God saved me. I am blessed. And then a month later, she started bleeding again. Same thing. She was like, I'm going to die. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. Like two months. That's so sad for a child to think yeah, that they're stressful. dying. But also a child to think that they're dying and not saying anything about it is crazy. But I guess if you're bleeding out crazy. of your that you guys never talk about, then you're too scared to talk about where it's dying coming from, from it, which is yeah. so sad. I have neither of us have had a child, but I would like to think it'd be so <laughs> like I would be so insistent on making that chill to talk about. You know, yeah, like, I also think like hiding it from the men is stupid, crazy. But my mom did the same thing. Like I, I like it was it was yeah. always like, mom, I need more pads. Right. Yeah. And then as soon as I could, I'm not even kidding you. As soon as I had my own job, I bought my own because I was like, I right. don't want to have that conversation. Like it was just yeah. like my number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, really sad. Yeah. It's so interesting how that works. It was also cool. I also did the same. I grew up poor. Um, and I knew how expensive pads and tampons were. So I would like try to like push it to the limit. There's gotta be other girls out there where you take a wad of toilet paper and you do this thing. You make this for big pad. pad 
folded in half so many oh, times in my life i do that all the time just and then i'd keep like the other pad underneath it just so mm -hmm. i could make that pad last longer longevity so then i could save money yeah it's like <laughs> such an insane comparison i was just about to make and it made me sound like an actual drug dealer i don't know why i thought of that in college this is so unrelated in college i had a frat boy tell me that he cut his uh cocaine with pre-workout like he would mix pre-workout so in with his coke because it's like it's a lot of caffeine or something and so he'd get like twice as much coke and then he would snort both that's so i was gonna funny. make that comparison but that's in that's an insane comparison to make that's so. a cool comparison pretty cool yeah it's like cutting I mean, your cocaine just... with pre-workout <laughs> but i was so excited when i got my own job because then i i could buy as many pads as i wanted sick and not be embarrassed or have, pads, to have that conversation pads let's talk about period products there's so many pads tampons liners diva cups menstrual rings what else is there i've never tried those the Me underwear neither. period underwear but the big ones are pads and tampons, right? Yeah, those um, are the most popular. They do. Hassan the actually taught me about free bleeders. Yeah, it's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. That sounds incredibly uncomfortable. It does. It does sound uncomfortable. I would not like that. Just, it'd be like peeing yourself all day. Yeah. I don't even like when my hands are wet after I wash them. Like yeah. they're not fully dry. And it would just be like that all over your, your you feel legs. like a bug was crawling down your leg or something. Yeah. Um, when... Did you start using tampons? I think I talked about this. We talked about this recently. We talked about it last first... week. Yeah, on the bonus episode, right? Mm. Maybe. That the first time I used a tampon was I was on a boat trip. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and we were like, oh, it was such a miserable experience. I was, uh, I guess I'll, I'll catch up these, these YouTube folk because you guys don't hear the, the premium, but I was on a boat trip with or like my family went in with another family and we rented a houseboat for a summer and that was like a big deal right like you don't you don't not go to that and not for a summer sorry for a weekend <laughs> well, we should not have that kind of money um for the weekend and so we go there and like it was like four of the teenagers we all had to share a bed and we were just like squeezed into this queen bed for teenagers and then my freaking period starts and and then the next day we're supposed to go like swimming and stuff. So I tell my mom, I'm like, I can't go swimming. I like, have you know, blah, blah. And she's like, it's okay. We'll just give you tampons. My mom was always so much easier to talk to when she was with her friend. Her friend's name was Jamie and Jamie oh. was like, cool. And so I was like, mom, my period started. And she's like, oh, it's fine. We'll get you tampons. Like she was like yeah. easier to talk to. And I was like, great. You know? So she goes and gets me tampons, brings them to me. Doesn't like give me any instructions or helps me or directs me in any sort of way. Just gives That's them to me. And I'm crazy. like, I know. Isn't it crazy? I'm like, that is mother. Crazy. They, I think sometimes parents forget to parent, like genuinely. I think I would they be think so... that kids are just smarter. That's so crazy to me. I know. She gives it to me. And in my brain, I was like, maybe she's never used tampons. And that's why she never told me. Like, I don't know. You like forget that like your parent also has periods. And like, yeah. this is a thing. But like, I read the pamphlet and I like put it up there. It was so painful. It was the most painful thing in the entire world. Like I was a virgin at the time. Like I had never had anything up there. So painful. And then I go water, like jet skiing. And when you jet ski, it's like thud, thud, thud. And I was like, Here's the, the other thing too, is you probably didn't put it up far enough. Nope. I didn't. Like, yeah. There's like usually plastic applicators. Right. And so you have to put the whole plastic applicator up. I wonder if I have a tampon. Should I give a demo? Yeah, give a demo. I I have one if you one. don't. Yeah, I might not. 
I have to fill the time now because I'm all alone. Which is a little hard to do when you're talking about periods. I, you know, it's a weird, here's a vulnerable moment. Here's a cutie vulnerable moment. I still, to this day, maybe it's misogyny winning. I get nervous that us talking about periods will make us less desirable as humans still. Isn't that weird? Like I talked about periods on fear and, and there was three guys and I was like, oh my God, all these guys are going to think I'm gross and icky because I'm currently bleeding from my and they're going to think I'm yucky now. Which is bad. And we shouldn't think that way because everyone I does it him. once a month. She got it. I got him. Okay, give us a demo. I'm going to give you a demo. Okay. okay. <laughs> I have a couple different Do types of tampons here. Do for me what my here. mother never did. <laughs> Tampax. Wow. Um, so there are several si There are sizes of tampons. It's not small, medium, large extra large it they also do has it. nothing to do with your size has for the record. nothing to do with how much you weigh or how big your is or anything like that it, it has to do with how much you're bleeding so there's there's all of these types or all of these like absorbencies there's light regular super super plus and ultra so if you wow, bleed a ton i've actually never seen ultra so if you bleed a ton, you can use an ultra. If you're not bleeding a lot, then you use like light. And it's just how much it absorbs. So here's a regular tampon. Comes a little, wow. So cute. So. Ugh. Do you remember being, I, I don't do it anymore. I also, I just can't be, I can't give it anymore. But do you remember like you'd open the, the tampon or the pad and you'd be like. So sterile. <laughs> so it wouldn't make any noise. Yeah. <laughs> The, that too. That the crinkle. I used to open it and I was so nervous of it touching anything because like you want it to be as sterile as possible. You don't want to like yeah. smack it on the ground because you're going to put it inside you. Anyway. um, Okay. So it's a plastic applicator and there's a little string on it, right? So you stick this up your... I don't know about you, but I do it until like here. Like the whole oh. thing has to go into your... And then you shoot it. This is all... your, Right? It's like in there. And you go like this Bloop. and then the cotton stays in your and the string hangs out and then when you're done with the tampon you pull the string out dude i saw the funniest tiktok this girl was doing her try on haul and she was wearing a mini skirt and all there was her string was just living its best life hanging out underneath her mini skirt yeah. and like a bunch of people were like ma'am your string was out and then she uh, responded to the video just laughing her head off and i'm like that's amazing oh, that's to have funny. that level of confidence to be like <laughs> that's funny and she like zoomed in on it and was like pointing at it she's like it's saying hello <laughs> it was funny you guys want an absorbency demo yeah and see how much you can bleed with a regular tampon this is how much you can bleed with a regular one wow it's like a tablespoon or two and you gotta <laughs> rip that out and you if you rip leave it, it in, out too long you can still you can still bleed through your pants and stuff because it'll just go down that string it'll go down the string the whole string <laughs> gets bloody start living its best life everywhere yeah. and you're like oh this that's why string, usually you still wear like a liner or something with the string is already tampons. it's wet up to like half of it like up to here that so was another thing that no one blood. taught me that you're supposed to wear a, a liner with a tampon if you're like having a heavy day oh well Those that makes sense other tampons <clears throat> i hate single-use plastics right i hate them and so I was like, oh, I'll just do cardboard tampons oh, they because, hurt so bad. because plastics are so bad. 
So I bought these cardboard tampons. They need to start doing like cornstarch tampons. Yeah, honestly, th these are so much less comfortable because these are so like bad, these are streamlined and rounded, so it like goes up. This is cotton. And like yeah, so actually, edge of wait, this is really great. Whenever your girlfriend's like, "Will you pick me up some tampons?" Don't get here. Get these. <laughs> here you go. Take your screenshot. Unless assume she assume she, she is regular and assume she wants those ones. You can assume she's regular, or you can get her like they have variety packs. Maybe just get a variety pack. Yeah, actually, yeah, just get a variety. That pack. has like several of these. I personally always liked. I don't know about you, but were, were those the first tampons you got when you were young? Yes. Tampax so I sport. got Yeah, Tampax that's what Sport. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I got, got when I was young too. And they were like the most comfortable ones was Tampax Sport. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. You can also use them for nosebleeds. No, because then it expands too much and it hurts when you pull it out. And <laughs> then you kick it out of your nose. Have yeah, you ever it's... had a tampon stuck? Have you ever gotten one stuck? No. Oh. <laughs> but I did. There was this girl named julia in high school she had to go to the freaking er and and have surgery ER. because she had sepsis because she so she had a tampon in didn't know she like forgot it was in put another one up there so then she had this like lost tampon up in her cervix pulls it down up pulls in it down, her cervix up, like just really high up there essentially oh, okay. like she oh had two God. double she like, had a double stacked bus there? that lived up there for like three months and wow. then she got really, really sick. They couldn't figure it out. And like at the ER, they were like, oh my God. That's so And sad. found this really old tampon and pulled it out of her. There was a girl at um, a camp, a summer camp that I went to. And she got a tampon. She put the string up there too. But I don't know why. I think she must have just How? Like shoved it up. You could shove oh, it up there. I guess you and could I think tuck she it up. Thought, yeah, I think she thought that she was supposed to like put it all. I don't know. Um, but then when she went to go take it out, she couldn't. And the nurse had to go fish it out. Oh. <gasps> Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's so crazy. mortifying. What's crazy. crazy is like some people have the confidence to go to like their waxer while on their period. I could never. With a tampon in there? Yeah. Yeah. People have confidence to do a lot on their period. I need to have more confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. I don't. So wait, what's your first tampon story? Oh, I played soccer all through high school. Not all through high school. Okay. First three years of high school with pads. Like I played soccer in high school. Oh and I would my play God. the games with a pad on. Imagine playing That's a soccer miserable. game with a diaper on. It was disgusting yeah. and like so uncomfortable and so sweaty and, and gross then they, yeah, and they get sweaty. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Um, because I was, I couldn't use a tampon. I, nobody taught me how. Um, I finally got one. I tried to use it. I was a virgin at the time. I just, so I almost bad. passed out. Yeah. It's I, also I didn't know. about the angle. When you're a kid, you don't know that all go like this. Mm -hmm. They don't go like this. And so you're yeah. in there like trying to make it go up. And so then it like bends and like, ow, it hurts. It hurts so bad. And I, I like didn't know where the hole was. You know, you don't just like intuitively know where it is and you don't know how yeah. to put things up there. And I was like sitting on the floor in my bathroom and I was shaking because I was so scared. And I couldn't do it and it hurt so bad. And I just like laid on the floor half naked, feeling like I was going to pass out. And so I couldn't put a tampon on it until after I started getting with guys and it had been for the first time. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And then it was fine. Once yeah. that had been done, I was like, you know what? I know You're where like, it is. If that I know what it feels like. There, yeah, I literally. can put this up there. That was yeah. literally it. Yeah. So yeah. then I started using them later. Um, 
later in high school. But yeah, tampons were not were not easy at the start, but they are a, a blessing. Oh my gosh, they're the best now. They're the best. I will say, uh, Diva Cup is the other option, which I use. I'm, I'm too scared. I went through a phase. I think it was like a three month phase where I used a Diva Cup, and it was actually awesome. The only reason I stopped was because I don't really have a good reason besides maybe laziness mm-hmm. um, and like uh, a horror story of this this woman that I told the story on Fear and so I don't super want to repeat it, but we don't have a big crossover audience, so I think it's fine. Um, but I was like interviewing with a lady. I don't remember if I was interviewing with her or if we were just in a normal meeting or something, but she was wearing a skirt and she stood up and just blood just gushed out of her. And it was like, oh my God, are you having a miscarriage? Like freaking out? Like someone needs to call 911. Are you okay? Like, you know, you just see blood come out of someone and she's like, oh my God. And you're like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, like freaking out. And she's like, and after like the commotion dies down, she's like, my diva cup flipped. Oh my God. So That convinced me. Yeah. And so I was like terrified. I was like, oh my God. And so how Diva Cups work, they are, I'm not kidding you, incredibly comfortable. They are more mm. comfortable than a tampon. They're mm. amazing when they're in correctly, but you, it's a little silicone cup. And think of it like a wine cork, quite literally, where it's like, if this had its cork in and I flipped it upside down, nothing's coming out. But as soon as I pull it out, it's obviously going to pour out. So the Diva Cup is a little cup. You fold it like a like a taco almost like so it has a point and that point you put up you kind of sh- sh- shove it up your so your thumb is like hold you like pinch it go up so it has an angle to it go up and then when you let go it goes and it locks to all sides of your your cervix and it has this little plastic like silicone part that is at the bottom so you can pull it out really easily um when it's time um but you also oh, have to like go yeah so it's in your not your service. You have, you have to go up there with your finger and break the seal. Yeah. So it has four tiny holes around the perimeter of it. And that's essentially what creates the suction, the same as any like suction cup. It's not like a painful suction. It's just like a, it's just a seal. But since she was in the meeting and her legs were cross-legged at, in some shifting of her body, air got in between and oh broke the seal so when she oh, stood up so it just awful. it went in on itself and poured out like everything and you can i thought you could keep them in all like 24 hours but apparently it's 12 hours i had to look it up today because it's been years since i mm-hmm. tried it uh, but you keep them in for 12 hours and i will tell you what it is like it's instead of like with the tampon you have to change like every three or four hours so like let's say in a 12-hour period you're changing that four times you have to go up there your hands get yuck you wipe blah 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 it's only one mess a day it's a bigger mess but it is only one mess a day mm-hmm. and so it's like it's kind of sick yeah uh, and it's the best for the environment because you you just yeah. boil them after each period to sanitize it put it in a bag bada bing bada boom so they're they're like genuinely if you've never tried it you should try it they're pretty dope. I'm, the only reason I haven't is I'm too scared. I wouldn't be able to get it out. It seems like it'd be really slippery and like I would panic oh, it's, it's, and I would it's just actually like be so really stressed. Easy. It's so easy because it, it's not. It's actually matte. Like the silicone is oh. matte on the outside yeah. and it and the the thing that comes out of it, it has grip mm-hmm. if you need it. So you you grip it with one hand, like oh. kind of finger break the seal with the other hand yeah. and, bloop, and then comes, pull it, out. it literally comes right out um i just i i don't know i should honestly try it again it was they're very convenient i think it's just it's a more 
you have to be more methodical with it because you have to make sure it's sanitized at the beginning of your cycle and then you just wash it in between days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with a, a soap that you're supposed to use, a, a Diva Wash or whatever wash. It's yeah. just a, a, but they're actually pretty sick and I, I'm, I should get one again because it was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll do a review. Not right now though, because I'm currently on my period. Yeah. So next, next period, maybe we'll get one. But yeah, if you haven't tried it, honestly, like I know there's a lot of taboo and especially like men will be like, um, you know, it, oh, gross. So it just holds all your blood. And it's like, homie, the blood's coming out anyway. Right. Ooh, one thing I'll say about Diva Cups is, um, is since they sit since the blood is sitting there it will coagulate like normal blood does and so when you like empty out your diva cup you'll more likely like it's like this is tmi to guys but usually when you're on your period every once in a while chunks will come out um uterine lining there's uterine lining or there's blood clots or like whatever you know because blood naturally coagulates um and especially if you're sitting still for a long time when you you stand up it's like the blood sat in there so coagulates stuff falls out but the first time you like or sometimes when you empty your diva cup there'll be like the biggest blood clot of your i spit out i spit of your life will like come out of it and you'll be like was i am i dying no you weren't dying it's just because it was sitting in that cup so you're yeah it just started coagulating that's crazy um, but you're fine it would but be crazy to see how much time. how much blood there is uh um, less than what you think, you think actually yeah, yeah. which is like really interesting because sometimes like on a pad or a tampon they just get so full but it's like only a tablespoon and then when you like pull out the diva cup like sometimes towards the end of your cycle it doesn't even like it's like you pull out the cup and there's like a teaspoon worth in the cup and you're like oh okay underwhelming yeah but it is worth trying you guys hopefully if you are a guy that doesn't have exposure to this and you you watched your way through this podcast Cheers to you. Big respect. That's wonderful. I hope you I hope you learn something. If you're a girl, um, I hope you feel a little more normal about periods. I hope you feel okay about talking about it. Young girl. I'm so sorry. For some reason, as a young girl, it's so mortifying having a period. Like it's still like I still find myself hiding tampons in public when I like, hey, do you have a tampon? Like it's still like kind of like what is wrong with us? Yeah um so yeah there's there's your episode we're gonna go to the patreon episode we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about periods over there we're gonna, i also we're i have talk a, about i have two crazy stories i, I have one have time one when crazy i crazy story i bled on a couch when i was 15 and i have the craziest way of how i hit it because i was a pathological liar as a child i have a crazy story about a period act that is shocking Oh, oh my. I wonder how Prezzo is going to tweet about this episode. <laughs> so we're going to talk terrified. about those on the Patreon. Um, if you want to go check that out, we're over there. Um, thank you for watching this episode. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Also, the, the Taylor Swift Speak Now lore finally got uploaded. Four hours of it. So that makes up for all my lost Taylor talks. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'm going to start doing something on the Patreon. Um, probably I have a patreon forgive me i'm telling this here for anyone uh i signed myself up for too much this month and i've been drowning and not well 
but I'm going to start, I'm switching Taylor talks um, because I'm going to do my master classes every once in a while. And those will always go on the Patreon, the VODs of those, um, and they won't be anywhere else. Um, but I'm, I think I'm going to start doing, um, give you the opportunity if you're on the Patreon to upload pictures of your baked goods, um, to which I will tell you what went wrong with them or even just react to them and say, good job. So, uh, going with that. She's a food critic. I'm a food critic. So I'm trying to figure out what else to do on the Patreon. Also, if you have any ideas, let us know on the YouTube comments or in the Patreon comments, because I will check them. If you guys, um, watch my stream i used to do tiktok reacts like i would show you guys my like tiktoks um i don't do desktop streams anymore really but i do that on the patreon now so if you want to see my like tiktoks they're all on there anyway see you guys later see you later goodbye bye